Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's September the 30th, and on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1907 and we travel to London, where a letter in the Times from the priest George Tyrrell against the papal encyclical Pascendi would result in his excommunication because of his robust criticisms. The encyclical letter Pascendi Dominici Gregis, Feeding the Lord's Flock, was subtitled On the Doctrine of the Modernists. It had been promulgated by Pope Pius X 22 days before Tyrrell's letter was published in the Times. Pius X had viewed the churches under siege, intellectually, from rationalism and materialism, and politically, from liberalism and anti-clericalism. The Pope condemned modernism, which was then a loose movement of Catholic biblical scholars, philosophers and theologians, who believed that the Church could not ignore new scientific historical research considering the Bible. The nun and prolific writer Maud Petra would later recall, we must remember, in fairness to those who were not always fair, that the impact of historical criticism on the traditional teaching of the Church was terrifying. It seemed a case of saving the very essence of the Christian faith from destruction. One of the books that she published reflected on the relationship that Tyrrell had with von Harnack, see the podcast of June the 10th, which showed that Tyrrell was critical both of Catholic neo-scholasticism to the right and of liberal Protestant scholarship to the left. In an often quoted attack on Adolf van Harnack's approach to biblical criticism, Tyrrell wrote that the Christ that Harnack sees, looking back through 19 centuries of Catholic darkness, is only the reflection of a liberal Protestant faith, seen at the bottom of a deep well. However, also critical of the conservatism of the Vatican, Tyrrell advocated the right of each age to adjust the historico-philosophical expression of Christianity to contemporary certainties and thus to put an end to this utterly needless conflict between faith and science, which is a mere theological bogey. In Tyrrell's view, the Pope should not act as an autocrat, but as a spokesman for the mind of the Holy Spirit in the Church. And recent studies have asserted that Tyrrell's views were in large part vindicated by the Second Vatican Council. Much of the encyclical Pascendi was drafted by Joseph Lemuy OMI and the Capuchin Cardinal Jose Calasanc Vivesituto. It was the result of what is called the Modernist Crisis and caused terrible strife at many Catholic universities. It affected many disciplines. But to get a sense of the academic climate, we will look at the early days of psychology, as the Austrian neurologist Sigmund Freud had just founded psychoanalysis, 
as a clinical method for treating psychopathology. Freud had set up his clinical practice in Vienna 20 years before the encyclical, and there was growing hope that this new scientific discipline could solve many social problems. Also, psychoanalysts were being seen as a new type of priest, whose wealthy clients would confess their sins to. And so the clerical establishment felt very threatened by this. In a historical context, which may be understandable, as there was a clear overlapping of claims to authority. Freud's Wednesday Club, which would mark the beginning of the worldwide psychoanalytical movement, had a clear ritualistic element to the meetings. Hans Schrank, was one of the regular attendees, described it like, first one of the members would present a paper, then black coffee and cakes were served, Cigars and cigarettes were on the table and were consumed in great quantities. And after a social quarter of an hour, the discussion would begin. The last and decisive word was always spoken by Freud himself. And it was the atmosphere of the foundation of a religion in that room. Freud was its new prophet, who made heretofore prevailing methods of psychological investigation appear superficial. Sigmund Freud, although Jewish, regarded God as an illusion based on the infantile need for a powerful father figure and therefore religion necessary to help us restrain violent impulses earlier in the development of civilization could now be set aside in favour of reason and science. This was one of the reasons for his split with Jung. See the podcast of September 10th. And the encyclical Pascendi condemned the proposition that religion was merely a sentiment based on the psychological need for the divine. However, it wasn't just psychology that was attacking, attacking religion. Karl Marx's theories, written 50 years before the encyclical, had, had painted pictures of a society which had advocated for the, for the abolition of religion. The encyclical was a response, however, in this climate, to Catholic biblical scholars, philosophers and theologians who believed that the church could not ignore new scientific historical research concerning the Bible. The fundamental error attributed to the modernists was that of denying the capacity of reason to know the truth and therefore reducing everything, including religion and including Christianity, to subjective experience. However, modernists rejected this interpretation, saying their focus was on historical criticism of sacred texts. George Tyrrell was an Irish Catholic priest and the leading modernist theologian and scholar and a convert from Anglicanism and he had joined the Jesuit order. His attempts to adapt Catholic theology to modern culture and science had made him a key figure in the modernist controversy. 
And he would be expelled from the Jesuits a year before the encyclical was promulgated. Tyrrell accused Pashendi of equating Catholic doctrine with scholastic theology and having a completely naive view of the idea of doctrinal development. He furthermore asserted that the encyclical tried to show the modernists that he was not a Catholic, but all he succeeded in doing was showing that he was not a scholastic. For his public rejection of Pashendi, Till was deprived of the sacraments. In what Peter Amigo, the Bishop of Southwark, characterised as a minor excommunication. Tyrrell would die a few years later, and he was given extreme unction on his deathbed in 1909. But as he refused to abjure his modernist views, he was denied burial in a Catholic cemetery. A priest, his friend Henri Bremond, was present at the burial and made the sign of the cross over Tyrrell's grave, which resulted in Bishop Amigo temporarily suspending Father Bremond. A near contemporary account places most of the blame for the disagreement between the modern Catholic philosophers and the Vatican on the then Papal Secretary of State, Cardinal Mary de Val and his irreconcilable and reactionary attitude. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the life of a great Italian-German theologian, Romani Guardini. To make our archive easy to access, we've started to group our podcasts into themes, so if you visit www.pogp.net the third group is in art and architecture and is going up this week from the Ghent altarpiece to the Sistine Chapel. If you'd like to give any feedback, you can email us on pogppod at gmail.com and if you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.